Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Fuzzy. Today's guest is Heather Cassell. She is the CEO and founder of Kids Sonder Agricultural Unboxed, a former 4-H youth developed educator agent who has a lot of information and ideas in her head. She loves creating educational content and educating kids, and she is passionate about learning and teaching about agriculture and the environment. Her mission is to inspire and empower kids to learn about agriculture, food, and environment by helping provide agriculture education resources to parents and educators. In this episode, we talk about how agriculture is science, and there are lots of ways to use agriculture to teach kids about everyday life occurrences and concepts. Also, the connection between agriculture, our food, and the environment is strong, and we should be teaching kids agriculture education. And lastly, many urban areas have incorporated agriculture into their school curriculums, with programs like rooftop gardens and community gardens becoming increasingly popular. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea and a pen and paper, because you're not going to want to miss what Heather has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us what is a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners. Hi, I'm Heather. It's on Agriculture Unboxed. And a fun fact about agriculture, agriculture education, people may not know about is that it's had a long history throughout times. Ancient Egypt, the pharaohs established schools to teach agriculture techniques to their subjects. Aristotle in Greece, he wrote extensively about extensively about agriculture. If you think about the Americas, as people were migrating west and creating homesteads, there were individuals who were bringing new things to them. Johnny Appleseed, for instance, everybody knows him. He was bringing the idea of creating apple orchards and how to raise apples to people. Agriculture groups and organizations and societies, institutions, They've been sending educators out into the field for years and years and years, teaching uh, families how to preserve their food safely, how to grow new crops in areas that they're at, how to create more yield for their things. So today, agriculture education can be a lot of different things. It's not just farming and livestock. It's plant and animal science. It's entomology, environmental science, food science, agribusiness, engineering, biotechnology, all those different things that we might not think of. So, and it's not just in rural or agriculture communities that we think about agriculture education. It's in urban areas too. Communities and schools have their gardens that they grow. And not only are they teaching how different things grow, agriculture there, they're teaching healthy eating and sustainable living. So although less than 2% of the population feeds 100% of the population. Agriculture affects 100% of the people. So yeah. 29% of American jobs are linked to the food and agriculture sectors, either directly or indirectly. You don't wow. have to be a farm or ranch family to be part of agriculture or learn agriculture. There are many first generation individuals that are becoming farmers are joining the agriculture sector. So that's something that people might know or think about when they think about agriculture and agriculture education. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think I thought about any of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Wow. That's very expansive, honestly. Like I never realized, and you know, that's what, I, that's what I love 
doing this because I learned so much and that's why I love homeschooling and homeschooling people who like homeschoolers and love people who do curriculum like you and different programs to really just teach us the things that we don't learn on a regular basis, but that are so involved in our life on a regular basis, right? right? Like you eat, right? Yes. <laughs> There's tons I... of products that we use are from agriculture. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And you don't stop and think about it. I mean, like, I feel like this really brings a holistic look into just how life is in general. And, you know, at our school where I used to work at a school, I'm not going to say the school's name, but I used to work at another school mm-hmm. down in San Diego. And we used to have like a little garden and we used to grow different types of, well, plants and flowers, botany, but we also mm-hmm. used to grow like fruits and vegetables and things like that, which was really, really cool. And I remember going to a couple of middle schools and seeing them do the same exact thing. It was really cool just to see that. And now I'm not really familiar with the technique, but of hyperponics, like mm-hmm. I know yeah. that that's mm-hmm. something too. And I have a friend of mine, they have a farm and they use, they do hypoponics there as well. So mm-hmm. there's such a boom in all of the agricultural information. It's like coming back probably because farming has now become so like modified. There's a lot of people who want to learn more about agriculture so they can have their own little, like maybe micro little gardens mm-hmm. where they can be more organic based or like, you know, know where their food is coming from. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just fun also. So what is the focus of your work? What's your mission? My mission is to inspire and empower kids, obviously, to learn about agriculture, food and the environment around it. So it's all connected, agriculture, food, environment, all connected. So I want to help provide those additional resources to families and educators to help teach those to kids. Nice, nice. What inspired you to do that? Like, how did you even come up with all this? (laughs) So I didn't come from a traditional farm family. My family always have had cows and pigs. And one time we had chickens. My grandmother had a farm until I was about 10. And then she decided to sell that and go on to the next phase of her life. She was single. (laughs) So it was just her and my dad basically that was doing the farm. So she was moving on to the next phase of her life. So, but we kept, you know, small acreage from the farm and we had those cows and pigs and things. I was involved in 4-H, but I've always been involved in agriculture in one form or the other. So it's the thing with my husband. He was raised in um, big showed and raised horses. And now he's in the equine nutrition part of agriculture. I'm a former 4-H youth development agent, educator, whatever you want to call it in your part of the country. <laughs> and so I have all this youth development training from 12 plus years of being a 4-H agent. And I have all this information and ideas in my head. And then, so I love creating resources. I love doing the educational content. I love working with kids and creating things with agriculture, natural resources as as that, that theme. And so when I was thinking about what I wanted to do in my next phase of my life and how I wanted to use all this vast information and my love for agriculture, I saw a gap there for resources for kids for eight to 12 in this area. So when you search on Pinterest and Google and you search for farm activities, livestocking, activities, animal activities, you get a lot of activities for those younger kids that are like seven and below, all those type of old McDonald type of activities, but you don't have that (laughs) resources for those eight to 12 year olds that are, you know, becoming passionate about different things, want to explore different things before they get 
into all the other activities <laughs> that they become involved in, in their in their lives. So I saw the gap and I, so I wanted to use that knowledge of what I had and you might think, well, how is this different than a 4-H program in your area if you're fam familiar with a 4-H program? Well, Kids Song Agriculture and Box with our boxes, we have all different aspects of agriculture in our boxes and these are delivered right to their doorstep. So your 4-H program, they're all different throughout the countries. Each state has different kind of agriculture commodities grow, different resources. So all the different programs look different. It might be different between different counties. So we have all the different 12 different agriculture commodities that are delivered to the doorstep. And like my, four, my son, he has a 4-H swine project. He's learning all about his pigs, learning about pigs, all about them, but he's not learning about dairy cattle. He's not learning about the crops <laughs> and all the other different pieces of agriculture that all come together as part of that. So, and we do that with our, our subscription boxes and resources. So, and additionally, so if your family might live on a farm or ranch, you're doing all the things all the time because you're busy, you're doing, 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 but are you teaching the why behind your, what you're doing and remembering to teach them the big picture. So Kids on Agriculture and Box helps fill in that gap as well. So <laughs> that is so cool. So when they get your box, let's say, let's talk about your seasonal one, because that's like the one-time purchase, not the subscription box. That's what the seasonal, like, let's say fall, what <laughs> would they get in your box? Like, what would they find? And this past fall, we had a pumpkin box, a turkey theme box, and then the conifer, like Christmas tree type box. And so I'm going to take the conifer box, for example, in that one, they, or even the pumpkin box itself. Let's do the pumpkin box. Okay. <laughs> Switching gears. So, because everybody knows about pumpkins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Conifers, right? In that, yeah. In that box, the pumpkins, they get a chapter book that's pumpkin themed in that, in that box. They get their educational guide that's all about pumpkin facts about different pumpkin types. If you think about it, there's the little gourd-like pumpkins and then all the way up to the giant, huge pumpkins that you see. So they learn about those different things in there. They get the, the cards that tell about the different types and the educational guide that has all the different lessons in it. So we talk about plant needs and they get a little pumpkin that they can grow. Obviously they can't start it in the fall, but they can start it in the spring and grow their own pumpkin and go through that oh. process and see that they get, we talk about some science, technology and engineering stuff with our, they learn about the basics of electric circuits. So an open and closed circuit, you know, how what make, makes a simple circuit and they create their own little canvas with the LED lights and they connect the circuit and the wow. jack-o'-lantern lights after they paint the pumpkin on the canvas in that. And what is the other activity? I've lost all of a sudden. <laughs> but those are the type of things, hands-on activities that they can do. In our conifer box, I mentioned before, we talk about the carbon cycle. You know, it's a big thing right yeah. now that you hear about carbon usage throughout the different industries. So we talk about how the carbon cycle and all that in the agriculture. So they go through the carbon cycle activity where they roll dice and go the, through the different parts of where carbon is stored in the soil and the atmosphere, et cetera. So, <laughs> so there's oh, I love that game. I actually <laughs> play that game with my students. Like literally it's the, it's the <laughs> dice. They absolutely love it. They all have stations where they go. That mm -hmm. is yes. awesome. And yeah, the, the carbon cycle. Water cycle one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the hydro cycle. Absolutely. There's so many cycles. I, I I feel like people don't realize that there's a lot of cycles in the 
earth. And it's just so cool. And you know, this is, this is actually why I love homeschool so much because you're able to go so deep into like maybe just one topic and expand on it and just Mm -hmm. like literally break it apart and learn everything about this one thing. A lot of parents that are going from public school to homeschool or private school to homeschool or any kind of traditional school to homeschool, they, I think the misconception is that they have to do a little bit of everything and they have to be teaching all hours, you know, for eight hours and everything. And truthfully, education is what you're talking about. You know, you get this one thing and you could pull out, like you literally talked about like pumpkins and then you were teaching them engineering, like, <laughs> like oh my God. you know, and then at yeah. the same time, those, that's those, those same electrodes, you can teach them about chemistry and physics, and you can go into all these different areas and you can keep going. Like you could probably get a springboard from what you have started and spring into something else. So, man, I love that. So what inspired you to like create this? Like, how did it come into your brain? <laughs> <laughs> well, I saw, you know, you see all the different other subscription boxes out there and you, know, you have your cooking boxes, your you know, the kiwi boxes or, you know, those are, you know, ones that people see a lot and there wasn't one for agriculture. So I thought it'd be something cool that people could do that have the, the kids that are interested in farming, ranching, agriculture, or just want to teach your kids about that maybe they're first year generation removed from it and they want to you know they remember all the things that they learned on the farm and they want to teach their kids we have a few families that reached out and that's why they do it you know homeschool families can use it and teach different science concepts and like you said extend it out to a field trip and you know expand it out that way and take the family out and learn it that way so (laughs) that's awesome because it's funny you have the box and there's a person who's like maybe like a couple of hours north of of me and mm-hmm. they have the farm. <laughs> it's like <laughs> they can start with your box and then they can go to that farm and like just see yep. it. That, that's really, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, so much fun. So much fun. So with your boxes, what are the different varieties that you have? You said you have subscription and you have the seasonal. Is there another type of box? Do you have like holiday boxes? Or I'm just kind of throwing it out there. Yeah, the one-time boxes are, they can be seasonal or just different topics. They are just outside our 12 boxes that we have designated for our subscription boxes. So it's a bi-monthly box and trying to do a new theme. every single month is exhausting and families don't have time to do everything in the box in just months. That's why we went by monthly as well. And we have 12 boxes. So if a family sticks with it for all 12 boxes, it's two years worth of different curriculum pieces they could do. So <laughs> that is awesome. Oh, wow. So two years. Oh, wow. You're, you're like set for two years. I love the hands-on. It almost reminds me like an advanced version of like a sensory box. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. with yeah. all the touching and the feeling and the doing, and then you get the reading, you can hit every type of learning style there and every type of like, right, you yeah. know, <laughs> interest. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. man. Uh, it's like, I get kind of like education envy, I guess. I don't know what you call it because I always see all these things. I'm like, man, as a kid, this would have really lit me up. You know, I loved learning and shoot, this is just like, it's like, I cannot wait to have children. I'm going to be like, I got all the resources. Don't you worry. We're doing this. <laughs> Oh, I love it. So where can the listeners connect with you and purchase your boxes? 
So if you go to mamasonder.com, so Mama Sonder was the original umbrella for it, but Kids Sonder at Your Culture and Box is the subset of that, but it's Mama Sonder, it's M-O-M-M-A-S-S-O-N-D-R.com. And you can go and click the subscription box and you find the information there, or you can hit the shop link and learn about the other different resources that are in the shop as well. So <laughs> Nice. And you're, and are you still giving free shipping off of the first box for anyone who has the code Chess yeah, free ship? Uh, another free resource too, that I'll give you too. So oh. 20 fun spring agriculture activities for kids. And it gives a list of 20 different, different ideas to, you know, get that ball rolling of different things that you can do to, teach your kids about agriculture <laughs> oh that's fun so you get free shipping in a free box it's fantastic and you also have your freebies link so you have a lot of things so people can like touch and try before like anything and kind of get interested in what agriculture is because <laughs> it could seem daunting but if you know when you have it all kind of like laid out mm-hmm. it, it's just yeah. it's fun yeah. it's that's fun part of the yeah. goal yep <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. So as we're wrapping things up, what is one takeaway you want our listeners to get from our conversation today? Just that agriculture, just remember that it it, it teaches and affects every person that's listening to this podcast, you know, from the food and products that we eat, you know, there's so many different misconceptions and myths out there too. And then helping teaching your kids the basics example, you know, what is gluten, you know, that's in our grains block. We talk a little bit about what gluten is exactly. And it helps you and your family learn about your kids, learn about what that is to help, you know, when you see these different things, you have a better understanding of what is they're talking about or the carbon cycle that we talked about previously. So it's just it affects all of us and it's a great way to teach our kids about science because agriculture is a lot of science and yeah. there's so many different things that we can do with that and the connection between agriculture, food and the environment to all in one. So, <laughs> so good. Oh man, Heather, it's been fantastic having you on today and just learning all about agriculture, like literally. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much for having me on. <laughs> Absolutely. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.